Garage with Wendy Nola, Thursdays at 8.40. Hello, Wendy lady. Hello, Darren. Good to be with you. So this one raises its head again. Motor dealerships again. keep on adding this thing called extra fee, uh, the on-the-road fee by several other names, namely a delivery fee, dealership fee. Despite the fact that uh, I think it was about 18 months ago, the National uh, Council Tribunal ruled that the National Credit Regulator was correct in finding that VW Financial Services and by implication all other vehicle finance houses was wrong to add on this on-the-road fee in its contract. Contracts. So why, 18 months later, are are we being milked for every penny? <laughs> okay, so VW Financial Services immediately appealed that consumer tribunal finding. And I've been trying to find out on and off since then, what's the status of the appeal? What's the status of the appeal? This was sort of April last year, I think. Um, I went earlier this year, I went to the consumer uh, tribunal to ask, oh no, you must go to the regulator. I finally got an answer this week. That case is going to be heard on appeal on the 14th of April, 2021. Okay, so four months time. But in the meantime, for most of the dealerships, it's been business as usual. And that means that despite the National Credit Act very clearly stating that on a this is not about cash deals, although I, I have a problem with it on cash deals as well. But mm. on the uh, finance contract, if you finance your car, they can't add, they being the financer, but they get the deal from the dealership, right? They can't add anything extra other than a tank of fuel, the actual cost of a tank of fuel, mm. number plates, and the license and registration fees, as well as who wants to stand on the queue. You pay them um, a bit extra for, they normally outsource it, and some runner goes and stands on the queue and mm. gets your car all nicely licensed, registered, and everything else. So that's all they can add. But what happens in reality is um, there's an amount of 4,000, 5,000, 6,000 rand that gets added on top of the licensing and, and, and mm. registration fees. Those are separate. But the dealership fee, the delivery fee, it's often called. That many of them are not calling it on-the-road fee since this whole uh, legal challenge <laughs> happened. And it's just, it's just there, Darren, on the contract. Mm. And a lot of people don't query it. They don't break it down unless you ask them to. And if you do break it down, you get some very creative things in there, including no. the gift that people are so grateful to get, you know, the big showroom um, fanfare of the flowers and the, you know, ribbon and all no. of that, that, that you pay for. And including admin and pre-delivery checks. Well, anything that's bought needs to be checked so that it's good for sale, especially something as safety critical as mm. a car. Um, so anyway, why I'm mentioning it, this, it, it now is to say you must negotiate and also that legal finality should be had finally uh, in four months' time. But I had a case, um, I get every week people asking me about this. So last week, mm. Tim shared with me the email correspondence he had with a salesman at Honda and Suzuki in Pinetown, which is part of the massive CMH dealership group. So all in email, the salesman told him in an, that 1,100 Rand was the cost of the licensing of the car and registration. Um, an outsourced company does our licensing, but I can speak to the boss if you want to license the vehicle on your own, he mm. said, so fine. But the 5,000 Rand or 50 Rand short of 5,000 Rand so-called documentation fee was a mandatory charge on all deals as per CPH, the salesman told Tim. And then this, which really got my attention, there's other stuff like smash and grab and two-in-one, which is a form of a paint uh, protection product, which is also mandatory, but I will remove it and take the swearing from my boss. 
Hmm. So I thought, no, 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 no. These things are not mandatory. So I took that up with the dealer principal, Daryl Sklanders, who came back to me very quickly, I must say, to say, no, all charges on our offer to purchase documentation, both in respect of the vehicle and the extras, are negotiated with the customer. No charge is mandatory. One of the products which we offer to customers is called 2-in-1. It's a CMH auto care paint sealant and interior protection. Full details of product benefits will be supplied upon request. So the upshot of that, Darren, is if you're buying a car, don't read every line of yeah. the contract, please, of the offer to purchase and query the so-called documentation, dealership, delivery, whatever they want to call it, fee of several thousand yeah. rand. Yeah. Um, don't just accept it, sign and worry about what you're going to be paying every month. You yeah. must pick through that OTP um, and, and there a, ended the lesson. It is a tough call because you are dealing with someone who is an expert at this and this is your first time or second time buying a car and negotiating with all of this and they've got all of the all of the language and all of the jargon and very confusing and very uh, very, very uh, magician and see here, don't see here, don't see this. But I think if you're going to go buy a car, just say, I've spoken to Wendy Nola before you say anything to me and now may we proceed. I think that holds you in good stead. I'm, I'm always willing. If somebody, you get five days. Once you're given that offer to purchase legally in terms of the Credit Act, you have five days in which to accept. They must. It must be valid for five days, right? So give it to somebody who knows about car financing and buying cars. And somebody like me, if I have the capacity yeah. on the day and I get one, I will happily look at it. You're going to be financing this thing in many cases over, you know, six, it's, seven yeah. years. Uh, even eight. They're doing deals for eight years now, Darren, because yeah. to, so that people can so-called afford these yeah. cars. So it's a lot of years to pay, a lot of interest to yeah. pay. Get Do your homework first before you sign. Interrogate everything, please. Excellent advice. Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. So, so far, we have learned that when buying a car, before you sign anything, scrutinize the paperwork, know exactly what you're paying for, question what you're paying for, and actually, you can actually ask other people to have a look at your paperwork before you sign it. You've got five days before you actually have to sign that deal. Good advice, Wendy Nola. And now, moving on to, well, you know what? Everyone's struggling, so why shouldn't the fraudsters try another different and unique way to make some money? There's a voice note that's been doing its rounds. Take a listen to this. Hello, everyone. I'm going to ask that you share this message as widely as possible. Um, this is a scam alert for people who are targeting Capitec customers. Yesterday afternoon, just before 3 o'clock, my father, who is over 60, received a phone call from a woman who identified herself as Annalise from Capitec, saying, Sir, someone is trying to take 3,000 Rand off your account, and we think it's fraud. Of course, this... Um, upset him and he said no no one should be taking money off my account so she said right sir we can sort this out for you over the phone do you have the app remember his id number shows that he's over 60 so he said yes i have the app she said well let me talk you through what to do do not give me your bank atm number as that's against protocol but log into your app and put yourself on speakerphone which he then does the uh, charlatan talks him through various things, essentially puts him into the cash send function, which he had never used, and she says to him, right, um, we need to check that the system is working. Um, type in 3,000, where it says amount, and then for PIN, um, we have a PIN here that's 1234, please do so, which he then does. 
And then she says, congratulations, your uh, system is working. However, uh, you should have just received an... So, uh, obviously, this warning going out to everyone that, that fraudsters have got a new technique. What are we, Wendy, supposed to do when we receive um, a phone call out of the blue from your bank's fraud department? Okay, so I've dealt with so many of these. The guy says it's targeting Capitec. These... these um, phone up and pretend to be from your fraud department thing. Mm. They're targeting all bank customers. A lot of it is, is credit card. He has another version where they're actually tricking the person into um, doing a cash send when they're actually um, sending their money out of their account into the giving them a pin so that the they can withdraw the amount, which is what happened in that case. So the, what to do is you hang up, which sounds weird because I know that I, in the past, have got a call from my fraud department when I've made some unusual purchases and you engage with them. Of course, you never give them any numbers. No matter what they call the numbers, you never give them numbers. But if I had to get a call now, right now, or straight after the show, from someone saying, I'm from X Bank, your, your bank's fraud department, I'd say, thank you very much. I'd put down the phone. I'd go into my cell phone's contacts list. I've saved my bank's fraud division, their department, and I would phone and I say, this is who I am. Is there any fraudulent activity on my account? And nine times out of ten, they will say no. So that's what you do. You never phone back on a number that they've given you or phone them back on their number because they're probably fraudsters. Uh, So do that. So don't just put the phone down and ignore it. Just take that extra step to to protect yourself. But what happens, uh, Darren, and I mostly hear from people, well, actually the children of elderly people who have fallen for this um, is they put you in a state of panic. So yeah. if anyone says to you, there's fraud about to happen, we need your help quickly, and they have an urgency to them, which real bank officials never do. Have you ever spoken to bank yeah. officials? <laughs> they do not. Get, they are not excitable. <laughs> they are very <laughs> they are quite robotic, in yeah. fact. They're the ones Polite, who want to be running out robotic. the building when it's on fire. Okay, we'll walk. No, take it easy, take it easy. Yes, exactly. So if someone phones you this highly, they're trying to get you into a panic state mm. because when we panic, we common sense and all the normal things that protect us um, from this sort of thing go out the window. So that's how they do it. And I, I've been Perfect. giving this warning for the best part of 18 months, yeah. not longer now. And I keep giving it because I get these weekly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you can imagine the devastating loss, Darren. It's 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 many, many no, thousands. It's, yeah, no, it, it's terrible. And, and again, thank you, Wendy, for bringing this to our attention. This podcast, how you can save yourself four or five grand on your next car per- purchase, Consumer Watch podcast, all available for you to listen in your own leisure and to share with anyone who might need this information. It's on ecr.co.za. Just look for the podcast tab. Darren Kerry and Sky, East Coast Radio.